Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Take a piece of America back. It's called Trove. It's called Trove. It's called Trove. We the last of the ventures flow as we carry it on our shoulders. I keep my friends close to them devils a lot closer. When the freedom riders approach them, they appetizers and vultures. Soldiers of fortune and never no match for soldiers of culture. My flow is so fucking honest. You said you wanted to hear it. You lied, cause all you wanted was for me to lift up the spirits. The truth is fucking ugly and trust me, the shit I lay is. You touch me, you think you're tough, leave it's toothless. It's rugby players. It's toothy to soothe, say it's disgusting. The truth saviors remove with the gang. Cause you niggas sweeter than fruit flavors. The goose slayer, proving it's true to the hide from it. You misguided as missiles or a suicide bombers taking orders from the mullah waiting for karma to pull up. They don't just no match for bullets. It's rarely ratchets and bullets. Got a race in the mean a lie like the chase in the wood. A cop car like honor and being a martyr and a terrorist. It's a rock star dodging the Abu Dhabi or dodging the paparazzi. Still probably as popular as swastikas the Nazis. The cops protect the property properly when they crack a head. Murderers get as cocky as Perseus when the crack is dead. I wonder what we'll be running through these crackers' heads. And why niggas are spilling with blood in Cincinnati castles black and red. I take an act of that, go back to bed. Allergic to the fumes, having a funeral for the news, cause the fact is dead. The trust is gone from the neocons to Barack Obama. America eats young from Casey Anthony to the Octomom. Wow. Fix it and mix it up like martial arts in the Octagon. I the fire to burn down Babylon. Take a piece of America back. Death by suicide bomb, Protestants, Bibles, or Quran, or Islam. From Genghis Khan to Vietnam, I can smell the napalm. Rape victims, rip stockings, redneck clan members doing church bombings. Innocent fetuses being aborted with no options. Humans, government, ruin them. Worrying what weapons could be used to be nuking them. Jesus was crucified in Jerusalem. Slaves treated like property. The Pearl Harbor, the Hiroshima, the Nagasaki. Adolf Hitler to every murderous Nazi. To the Gambinos, to the Gaudis, to every mafia atrocity. Child pornography, babies starving to die in the poverty. Serbians fighting Croatians in Yugoslavia. Muslim women being Raped up to 40,000 in the war in Bosnia The 50 million killed in the Second World War The government poisoning the minds and the bodies of the babies That are born poor Airplanes blown up by Islamic extremists and religion There's always drama Whether worshiping the prophet of Muhammad or Jesus Smallpox and Napoleon Troops dying from typhus From the Spanish flu to the Black Plague Today it's the AIDS virus Bodies and coffins Political extortions Racist mobs murdering Willie Turks Michael Griffith and Yusuf Hawkins Check the murder rate the human nature The murder and hate The Catholic Church claim women were witches And burn them at the stake Pedophile Predators attacking 38 Beretta used by Gandhi's assassin. 16 bullets in Malcolm. It happened of town Manhattan. A homicide, Reagan, 80s epidemic. A cracking soldiers in action. Dying in Iraq and never coming back. And now let's, let's take a piece of America back. You will learn. It's called trove. 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 You will learn. It's called trove. It's called trove. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Third Rail Radio Impromptu Version. My apologies. I really cannot get this whole time thing right, can I, Coach? 
<laughs> it's all good. Am I live? Yeah, you are live. We are live. It is uh, you and I. Right on. Right Let right me now. throw some headphones in. How uh, are you feeling this fine evening? I'm doing great, man. It's uh, it's my Friday night. I figured maybe we could delve back into your old career um, and not talk about anything too serious, but the latest bar trends because I am broadcasting live from the bar. Well, outside yeah, of the it bar does. Right sounds now, like you're hanging out with some day. characters in that motherfucker. Oh yeah, it's uh, it, it is, uh, and this is uh, uh, props to Jenner's Lounge in in Madison, Wisconsin. It is definitely the finest watering hole uh, on my side of the capital. Uh, right on. You know, you know, good good bar keeps. Um, I think you would approve. Um, and uh, a good crowd, always a good eclectic crowd. And uh, it's tonight's service night, which always brings in the, uh, you know, brings in the, the crazy cooks and the, um, you know, the sort of hysterical wait staff. I guess that was a stereotype, maybe. I don't know. I don't either, man. It's been a long time since I've frequented uh, service industry nights. I do remember really liking them back in the day. It's pretty rare that I drink out nowadays. I do most of my boozing on my couch, which uh, is the safest way to do it for sure. God bless the internet for uh, keeping me entertained while uh, I drain some brews into my gullet, which I happen to be doing tonight. Shout out to uh, Shafley Chocolate Stout, which happens to be my poison of the hour, and the shit is fucking delicious. So. What? All right, who's the uh, who's the brewer? Uh, Shafley Brewery. It's out of I think it's somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, it's out of St. Louis. And is, is that the is that the same brewer as Shafley's? Like the old cans that were like almost as cheap as uh, I remember a good Shafley's. It was like a cream lager. Yeah, but this is a style. I don't know. I kind of doubt it. I feel like these guys have not been around more than maybe like a decade. Let's see if uh, there's anything on the bottle that may indicate when uh, they got started. Bottled with love on ten twenty seven two thousand sixteen. All right, here's a quick a quick poll a quick uh, poll of the crowd. Uh, in in random order without without doxing anybody, it'll be uh, Kyle, Uncle Wes, and and Becca. What? Word. So I kind of got a situation that uh, I want to pick your brain on. You want me to uh, get into that up front, or you want to hold on to that? Yo. Well, you, we're in a Miller, we're in a we're in a champagne of beers town here. There's a lot of jobs <laughs> on the uh, you know on on the line. Uh, I imagine uh, Madison's a pretty hard drinking kind of spot. I've heard Milwaukee, Wisconsin is actually the number one drinking town in the I country, which uh, I'd be highly it's surprised amazing. if Louisville isn't in that has, top five. But Wisconsin has seven out of the top ten liquor-consuming counties in the entire country. Yeah, that's not shocking to me either. I imagine it gets ridiculously fucking cold up there. It's kind of brandy country, so I'm sure there's plenty of good fucking brandy floating around, as well as a uh, plethora of quality brews. So. Uh, the old-fashioned, the old-fashioned is sort of the, uh, is, is sort of the, the drink of, of Wisconsin, 
um, I guess kind of like the mint julep is where you live. Right. True. Old fashions are wildly popular in Kentucky. I hear uh, in Wisconsin the trend is to do brandy old fashions, which uh, I thought yeah. was kind of odd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hold on. And this is on no, the way. And that's your uh, hipster. And you have to make it with other fucking other liquor. But tradition in Wisconsin is brandy. Always. No. Yeah, I'm uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky, pretty much the mecca of bourbon country. And uh, if you made a brandy old-fashioned here, you probably would get chased around with a shotgun because uh, we put bourbon in damn near everything. You, you, I've, I've had bourbon syrup. But when I've been in New York City, I have to ask the bartender, and then they have to, like, walk across from some fucking different situation to find a bottle of brandy, bottle of brandy, to make the traditional Wisconsin brand old fashioned. Well, I mean the 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 colloquialism and like the locality of uh, of, of cocktails, of drinks, and obviously uh, some of my co-host tonight is Coach Bourbon was uh, in the uh, bar game forever and ever. And you're talking to a bar manager now, not or an, a, a recovering bar manager. And, uh, and bar, bartender, um, gotcha. and, and now Coach Bourbon has moved on from uh, the bartending game, but he has afforded me some invaluable advice. I'm so from here and there. I'm actually a corporate trainer uh, nowadays, it's, it's so like problem. I run all over the country and do bar openings. Here's the biggest problem. That's sexy. Who models their actual? Old fashions from scratch, or for the simple syrup, and whatever they're. All right, well, Wes, you're a bar connoisseur. Like, if you if you observe the simple syrup, are you okay with it? Not at all. You want the muddle. You want the elbow grease put into the cocktail. I'm yeah. with you, brother. Absolutely, and, the right way and a wrong way. And in Northern Wisconsin, they also they they stopped doing it. Because it was easier to do it with civil syrup. Because they have to make like 40 in a row. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's mostly an efficiency thing. Anybody who I know who does it with simple syrup or whatever, it's just so much faster. And that's a pretty time-consuming drink to make. As a connoisseur, like when I'm making them at home, I definitely want to muddle a sugar cube or whatever. Tastes better. It looks better. You don't get the water down and this, that, and the other thing. But I do understand why a lot of bars like to do simple syrup. It's just, it's a time saver. I, I, I gotta, I gotta disagree. Like it's not watered down. Like a sugar cube, one sugar cube, sometimes two. You fill it with bitters. So when the sugar cube absorbs it, and then you absorb it and you start crushing it. Into the, into the, that's it. Like right. My point about watered down was about simple syrup because you got to put water in simple syrup, so there is some water that is undesirable when you're using uh, simple to make an old fashioned. Or you, or you just, or you just cook down Coca Cola into a syrup. I I would say the simple. (laughs) No, no talking right now. Like the simple thing is. Sugar cube, put it in the glass, uh, a small glass, sugar cube, bitters, 
saturate that sugar cube as much as it can, and then once it starts to bleed out, then you add the orange, fresh orange, and a fresh cherry, and then you start muddling. All right, this is an old-fashioned recipe from Uncle Wes, which, and, and let me tell Boom. you, Coach, I will vouch for Uncle Wes. My boy fucking knows his, know, he knows his. And the problem is, look, the coach does too. Luckily here, I see too many people mixing simple syrup. No, mixing the, when they put all the ingredients together. Yes. They start shaking it. All right, and from a chemistry. It's not a chemistry. shake and drink. No. It's not a shake and drink. It's a muddle. It's a muddle and drink. It's a big, big it's a layer drink. Could you imagine if 007 was like shaking that syrup? No. It would completely change the character of James Bond. You can't do that. No, you have to muddle. And first of all, if you're in Brazil and drinking Capojenas, it makes the bartender's uh, forearms lovely. Female and male. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. I believe every last bit of that shit. You have to put the elbow grease into the drink, and there's only one right way to do it. And... um, I, you know, that's indicative of a lot of things now. Are you, have you been paying attention to any news, Coach, at all? Because I know we've been off the news, both of us. What about the hockey um, player? Oh, don't even get me started. Just kidding with David. I really uh, don't pay much attention to the NHL at all. I happen to have some cousins who are huge Anaheim fucking Ducks fans. Like, it's literally all they ever fucking talk about. So they kind of keep me updated somewhat in what's going on in the world of hockey, but... I, Uncle Wes is cutting out. Uh, a quick round of applause for Uncle Wes because he's a beast, dude. And Shout out to Uncle Wes. Yeah, he's good people's man. And uh, so funny when my opening music came on, like everybody kind of scattered. They were a little nervous. That he oh, yeah. Fear you. Oh, you know. Talib fully and fucking. Putting the fear of God into Madison, Wisconsin right now, are you? Yeah, well, it's like you know, it's the uh, it's it's so funny, man. It's such this this uh, little progressive bastion in in the Midwest is actually such a, a scaled up version of Burlington, Vermont, where it's kind of one of those things where like you know you never confront race because really there's no black people around, and now right. they are, and they're and they're being completely subjugated and like filtered into the worst fucking environment you could possibly think of, yet Madison, Wisconsin is still just like, you know, this this progressive fucking, uh, you know, like nest of goodness. It's so, um, you know, contradictory. But, I mean... Yeah, being a college town, I imagine there's probably a lot of underlying progressivism and this, that, and the other thing. I do imagine it is also majority white and probably not even close, but, like, Um, how big a city is Madison? Like, outside, like, when school's out of session, like, over the summer when everybody goes home from school or whatever, like, does the town just empty out or is it still a good-sized city? Oh no! It's so so. BUW uh, is fifty thousand strong. That's like without right. you know, uh, um, uh, like the um, graduate school system. Um, but undergrad with um, uh, faculty, 
TAs, teachers, everything. It's fifty grand, which is huge. You know, Burlington is forty grand, oh, yeah. and the city of Madison is five hundred thousand. Right. You know, so, and it's just, I, there's nine townies for every college kid there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and cap, but counties are are like there's not a lot of county like you you have to go ten ten twelve fifteen miles out of town to find counties. You right. Know? Uh, Would you say you know, the like, majority of people who are full time residents are like alum who just stuck around or? Well, that's a good mix. If if they're not alums um, who have stuck around in their like you know two three four generation Madison, then I think and they live within the town, then I think the uh, you know sort of the progressive politics of the town has has kind of caught them caught them up. And it's also a huge union, uh, you know, AFL CIO town. Um, which that doesn't surprise me. We've got our fair share of that too. We've got several Ford plants in town and General Electric and this, that, and the other thing. And all of those guys are unions. So there's quite a fucking few union motherfuckers running around the Louisville as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you remember the, the protest against uh, then Mayor Scott Walker here. There were like 100,000 people up at this capital that I'm looking at this instant. Um, and you know what's fascinating is you could drive a rider truck like right up to the fucking Capitol and blow it up. Right. Thirty Eastern, baby. Seven thirty Eastern. Come on. Where's Spyco? Seven ten p.m. Central Standard Time. This is serious business. Oh yes, we can. Some crazy Uber driver. Fucking one night I was getting dropped off in my watering hole, Jenna, and he was like, "Yo, you want to check out some crazy shit?" And I'm like, "Yeah, definitely." And he drove me literally right <laughs> up next to the Capitol and parked his fucking Uber cab, and he was Middle Eastern, which is nuts. You know, that's ball. You know? Well, he wasn't Middle Eastern. He was Somalian. No idea where he's going. Oh, you can get right up next to the Capitol. It's just lucky some Tim McVeigh wasn't here during those student protests and didn't blow that fucking thing sky high. What did you do that, (laughs) Who wouldn't do that? Nobody would. This is provocative radio. Provocative radio. And how are the... uh, Nobody I know would ever do that. Nobody on this radio show would ever do that. However, it's doable. People love Uncle West. There's no question. Well, I mean, the possibility, this is a security flaw we're discussing. It's a vulnerability, right? Right. So Guest Guest X is a computer guy and and, uh, knows about vulnerabilities. And I would say that's a gaping hole in, in, like, the OSX 11 or 13 or whatever has just come out, which is basically rapeable from the inside out. Right. OSWI. As an IT person, what do you know about this OSWI? Are you talking to me or are you talking to somebody else? Yeah, I'm asking, asking you, like, what's going on with that? How could Apple fucking in one week put out an operating system or in two weeks put out an operating system that is so vulnerable that fucking you can't patch it quick enough. And second, they were put in the Webster Merriam Dictionary next it, to the definition or the word sheeple. They were used right. as the first 
None of this really surprises me, honestly. Maybe slightly embellished, but it's absolutely... Okay, so, no, it's not. So, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary just put a bunch of fucking words in the dictionary for this year. One of them is sheeple. after After the semicolon that comes after sheeple, yes, you can Google it. Uh, guess that, and um, and the first definition after sheeple is Apple users. <laughs> no, 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 but it's true. You know, this is not this fucking thing. To be emer- yes. No shit. Yes. Okay. Guess that. You please cooperate. It really is. So it really I is. fucking like, believe it. None of this is surprising to me at all. Yeah, whoever was the copywriter for MarianWatson.com was obviously an Android user. God bless him. <laughs> it's really hard to say which is worse, in all fairness. I mean, both sides of things have been pretty corrupt over the years. And uh, as there's this interplay in government to try to get as much information on people on the Internet as humanly possible, you pretty much get blue-balled as a tech company unless you're willing to turn over uh, your database, anything you can collect, or uh, – Make your platforms as easy to manipulate and collect from as humanly possible. So that's just kind of the move, and that's politics, and it is what it is. But, yeah, I'm I not mean, shocked by really anything I've heard. I'm slowly going off the grid. Yes. It, it, well, that's – I mean, that's where we are in, in this community. It's slowly all going off the grid, or we just work under daily change, VPN. Yeah, because you have to pay taxes. Right, exactly. This is a good point. Did you hear that, Coach? I did not. Why bother with VPNs if you have to cover it all yourself? Let's do this again. We will. It is pretty silly. I remember my day as a skid when I was fucking with a bunch of VPNs and Tor and this, that, and the other thing. And uh, just kind of came to the conclusion... It's a lot of unnecessary hassle. Um, since it's new, it tends not to be efficient. There's a lot of unexpected things that can go wrong with all that. And um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's always a bad idea if uh, you're trying to do anything tech savvy in the 21st century to uh, trust anyone else to protect your uh, privacy or security because you never know what their back doors may look like. So, right. One of those things, uh, if you want it done right, you just kind of got to do it your damn self. So. Absolutely. I, um as far as I know, the only company that isn't completely, you know, um, under the thumb of, of, of the fiduciary obligations of, of our beautiful fucking corporacy is uh, Whisper, or, yeah, Whisper, Black Song, that company that Shadow DXS works for. Because every time they get accused of something, they just shift, um, they just shift their, corporate, their corporate structure. Um, and they never make so much money they could, they could, or at least they never admit to making so much money they could hem them up. I would argue that Apple doesn't want to be underneath the under the thumb of our Okay, well this is a this is an interesting discussion, right? Like, does Apple or does they not? Like when um, look the, at their look at their interactions with the FBI. They've you know they 
continually turned on the FBI uh, when they when they were continually asking for uh, for Apple to unlock a terrorist yeah, iPhone. Yeah, that was they what shooting do it. Like, that. Certainly, it's possible to hack it, but the, the idea that Apple themselves will not do it is actually making a statement. But do you think that was like uh, smoke and mirrors, or do you think they legitimately weren't going to give it up? I mean. Well, I mean, the government eventually just paid for like you know right. the third party to hack it, right? And that worked just fine. So like, it's right? Really, but they, and there were three hundred people ready to hack it the day that, that exactly. they said they couldn't hack it. Exactly. At least. But they said they wouldn't, and that's the thing. Like, right. you know, they're actually like, if you do read through their privacy policy, which I know that a lot of people may think that it might just say, you know, my firstborn belongs to Apple and. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, I know a lot of people may think that, but they actually complied with their, you know, terms of service and their privacy agreement and didn't allow the FBI access into the, the iPhone. I mean, and I know it's a terrorist and I, I want the fucker to get caught, but, you know, if, if, you know, Apple actually stuck with, they're stuck to their, stuck to their original, their gun. yeah, they stuck to their gun, they stuck to their original yeah. plan with that and they didn't let the, the federal government access the phone because they're like, through them at least, you know, um, of course, the, the, yeah, like I said, the government paid for it to get hacked anyway, and it's not that difficult to hack. So there's and they didn't get shit from that phone. What was that, a Sacramento they shooting? Didn't get, they, yeah, they didn't get anything from it at all. That was um, the dude and his lady friend there who were running around in a car shooting people at the, at like the telephone company or some shit. Yeah. Was, was it Dorner? Well, yeah. Is that who it was? Who? Chris Dorner. No, Is that what that entire... Luke Crew fucking 2008. This was actually like a, a, a Middle Eastern man, like an Arab, an Arab man. Yeah, and, 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 Arab gotcha. man, and an Arab man. All right, we're going to switch to a quick song um, while I indulge myself, and then we'll be back. We'll have about eight minutes, and Coach, uh, um, enjoy that fucking stout. No doubt. We'll Shit's delish. Word. Love you, brother. Don't let them escape. Who let the torch pass, fall in the tall grass, fire alarm, why is this on, what do you call that? Call it predictable, political cliches, so when the movie ends, the revolution's dead. Replay the sequence of events that led to these deep divisions. I realize the order wrong, people are in prison. The children want to know if I believe in the reptilians. I tell them I don't know, but on the TV I see lizards. When action was in fashion, you were such an easy mimic. Bumper sticker, quote, lifting, grip no statistic. Grass for the straw man, born again, cynic. Fair weather, firebrands, fuck my suspicion. Knew you were the type to take the fight like a gimmick. And rock the t-shirt when your sweat wasn't in it. The clock is still ticking for the victim of the ever choose, but... to the car. 
again. Fuck them, then they learn from their own wrong. Homophobes don't go to my shows, we too strong. And if you in the front row harassing girls during a song, I'ma reach out and ask you exactly. Not around, but we were wrestling with poverty. So I follow one and ask no one to follow me. Use your own mind, use your heart and your anger. Check yourself because apathy is a cancer. And let your action be the answer. talked about that on uh, an episode of the agency at one point so uh definitely a topic i have an opinion on yes indeed and i did tell him that you know what with between our two radio shows like if there was a drinking game and the word was cuckold you get fucked up because we do use it quite often <laughs> so we're so we're trying so we're trying to pin it down all right come on outside all right i hold on i have to leave my beverage here all right we're stepping out of the background music all right, first of all, uh, is my boy um, Guy. Uh, he's a cook in the Madison area. Um, and one of my cook friends up here. And we're trying to, we're trying to pin down, um, and, and it's interesting because Coach Bourbon, who is on the line right now, had a show several weeks ago. One of the subtopics was actually about couples. And, uh, and let's start from there, Coach. What, what, let's try to pin this down. What is a cuckold? 
Um, I think it means different things to different people when it comes right down to it. Um, I think it's definitely a uh, very passive kind of personality. I don't feel like it should necessarily be gender specific. A lot of people kind of inherently think that to be a cuck, you kind of got to be a dude. I don't really see it that way. Um, anybody that really gets pushed into situations that uh, they know are going to be pretty self-defeating and humiliating, but uh, don't have the gall to stand up for themselves is uh, engaging in cuck behavior, in my opinion. So uh, we could go further into it. Obviously it's typically got a sexual connotation, but I don't even think it necessarily always has to be though. Uh, in origin, it does appear to have uh, evolved that way. That's a really interesting perspective on cucks. I always thought, because the term cuckold, like you said, was not just specific, but I thought, I think it should be narrowed down to, like, one that gets pleasure out of seeing, like, you know, someone they're romantic with uh, do sexual things with another person. But And I think if you're using it, like, derogatively, like, as, like, a derogatory term, you can refer to anyone, like you just said to put themselves in a, like, defeating position as a cuck or, like, a cuckold. And, and, and just as, as we're discussing this, now I clearly remember what I said on your show about cuckold because I, I, I definitely took it to that sort of dark extreme, which I tend to do, which I thought it involved a 12-inch black penis and a blonde wife. That's, 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 okay. And, and then cuckold taking the other it's like a cultural colloquialism. Like, yeah. Like you cooked yourself. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, you just fucking, you just didn't stand up for yourself. Yeah, you yeah, didn't, yeah. you know, put forth your opinion. Yeah. You know. So, cuck is multifaceted. Like, it, you can. So, okay, so there's porn cuck. Porn cuck. Which is, in my savagery, is what I was, yeah. And, you know, don't go looking through my fucking browser history, coach. You know what? It'll give you a fucking. <laughs> I would have nightmares if I did, honestly. You would. would. I'll leave that to you. Whatever you're uh, Googling at 4 o'clock in the morning when you go home from the bar is kind of uh, between you and uh, whoever puts out Firefox. It's between and Viz, okay? That's that's, 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 that's who it's between. I trust Viz. I'm fine with Viz, knowing. Oh, yeah, Viz fucking has owned my bases forever, I'm pretty sure. And uh, it's like, whatever. But back to the term. I did not know he was my tiny ninja for the longest fucking time. It was actually Phylaxis who fucking told me. I'm like, wow, that motherfucker's been fucking hiding out right underneath my nose for quite some fucking time. Dude, if you if you saw Mr. Viz, you... you you would never, ever, and this might be, a, a, you know, sort of a mispreconception uh, that's put forth by the construct we live under, but you would never, ever um, think that he was uh, the, the brilliant fucking genius that he is. No, he's yes. definitely not a cuck. He is the anti-cuck. He cucks, he cucks he's people. The he's the cucker. Viz cucks people constantly. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah no, the he grapevine. He's just like a real short, nerdy-looking kind of Mexican guy or whatever. So that honestly would not oh, no. be all that shocking. No, we 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 met in Chicago briefly, and no, he is not short nor Mexican. Uh, <laughs> that might be Nick. That might be Nick Nack though. 
Yeah. But, uh, no. Maybe that's uh, what's his no. name, that gay dinosaur motherfucker, uh, Spoo. Um, you you are speaking of um of original handle uh with Teradax, nigger Christ. That's no. I know what Teradax was like. He's on fucking video all the time. Well, he's like a gaming legend now. All right, here, let's show Cooking with the Realist is one of my favorite things uh, from the internet over the last year or whatever, dude. His Cooking with the Realist fucking series is goddamn brilliant. We might Are we witnessing uh, some sort of brawl? Wait a second. There might be a hate crime. Were those guys fucking with those gay dudes? I don't know when they were running, though. Who was running? The I, You know what? If those gay guys get threatened, I will whoop some ass. <laughs> yeah, that ain't cool. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody. No, and and in fact, I think this is this might have been homosexual on homosexual hate crime because two That's guys are never any fun feet. either, dude. Gay people are like the best wingmen ever. Like, I have no idea why anyone would disrespect a gay man in a fucking bar. Like, that's the environment they fucking thrive at. And they're just fucking excellent people to fucking hang out and have beers with. Like, I really just don't understand, particularly in that environment, why anyone would fuck with gay people. This is this is this is the the savagery of the blowback of having a black presence for eight years. You know, like now everybody hates everybody, but that's absolutely. But that's the yeah. These guys are drunk as fucking. Oh, let Sam take care of him. Sam will strangle them. Kyle's as sober as I've seen him in fucking nine months. No doubt he's going in there. <laughs> no doubt he's going in there fucking balls to the walls. All right, well, we have a few minutes left in regular time. Oh, actually, I, I don't think we do. I think we just went into overtime. Yeah, we did. We went into overtime. And, uh, Coach, I'm going to let you go enjoy your, your – uh, you're stout, and I'm going to go get fucking spun. I do kind of have something I wanted to pick uh, your brain on before I uh, oh, let you go this evening. Indeed. So uh, there's this chick I've known for a while. I used to have the biggest crush on her or whatever, and, like, uh, she's done some industry stuff. She's never attended a bar before. And I ended up in a situation where I really needed a bartender, and uh, she's pretty interested in doing it. Do you feel like it's a bad idea for me to take someone under my wing kind of uh, as a product that uh, or project that uh, I happen to be incredibly attracted to? Because it's looking like it's going to go down. I'm just kind of curious uh, if you've ever been in a situation like that and uh, – I'm, I'm going to have to uh, weigh the pros and cons of all of this. And I have to refer to Seinfeld season five, episode 37, when George Costanza um, hired a, uh, um, he, he did a, he had to hire a secretary while he was working for uh, the New York Yankees. And he literally right. omitted all of the beautiful um, um, applicants and uh, and uh, and um, and he ended up hiring a sort of homely-looking, redheaded uh, 
woman, but he ended up sleeping with her nonetheless. Um, and, and my <laughs> point, and my point, and giving her a thirty-five thousand uh, dollar raise in the midst of orgasm. So I guess my, I guess my, I guess my point, my point would be, you never know what's going to happen. I think if you have a pre-awareness um, that you are. Uh, you are attracted um, to this potential um, um, uh, protege, um, then right. there's a lot of knowledge going in. And you're a pretty ethical dude. So, you know, but I yeah. mean, if it's love, I wouldn't fight it just because oh, you're yeah, working together. Oh, yeah, for sure. No doubt. But, you know. Uh, dating coworkers like, is the fucking weirdest. I've had a couple fucking forays with that and, uh, doesn't really fit me real well just because I kind of like to have a lot of my own space and this, that, and the other thing, particularly if I'm spending a lot of time with people away from work. So uh, kind of an inherent situation where we're forced to be together in large amounts of time, like can kind of head into overload for me. It's not the like awkward. If something goes wrong, there's no getting away. It's like, I just want to get away just to get the fuck away. Like, I like to spend a lot of time just, like, thinking and not having, you know, to navigate conversations. Well, like and, I said, uh, not only are you a, a, a cerebral guy, you're pretty ethical, and I, I myself don't like to cross streams. You know what I mean? Right. And um, that's, like a, that's a big, like, stream crosser there, work. And uh, and attraction. Now it has been pulled off with some success, but I think the success rate yeah. is extremely low. Um, I feel like the know. success rate is extremely low. I feel like the one thing I do have going for me here is she's got two kids that are fairly fucking small. So it's not like we really could spend all the time in the world together because she's got to fucking hang out and raise these two fucking kids. I'm obviously a 33 year old single fucking bachelor, so. Most of my free time, I spend on my gap. Right now. I'm you gonna go ahead and what? 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 Put the kibosh <laughs> on that right now. Two children are are an extremely high maintenance proposition. Oh yeah, for sure. Not that you could. It's not like uh, I would even consider in the back of my head moving in with this chick tomorrow or whatever. Like, but yeah. I do understand there's two kids in her life, and we've been really good friends for a really long time. It's not really an issue for me that there's two fucking kids in her life. Should we end up in a situation where we get really into each other, then that's something we'd have to do a lot of talking about. But the way our relationship works right now, it's not really a major issue. Like I said, it's kind of relieving to me just because it's something that she has to do, you know, kind of on her own. So it uh, kind of creates a separation of sorts, which I like to have inherently natural. So I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be vulgar, but I'm urinating. So I'm, I'm trying to. Urinate <laughs> Zero fucks given, my dude. I could fucking care less. As long as you're not on video, then I don't really care, dude. Audio is fine. Exactly. And, and bless the fucking, um, did you catch any of this, uh, Twitter karaoke party we had Saturday night? No, I didn't, I didn't hear about it. Cause, uh, I, 
I don't know how you feel about karaoke. I know you like to go on stage and tell jokes or whatever, but uh, I have a funny feeling it's something that probably would happen again. It was wildly fucking entertaining. So uh, if that's something you think you might be down for, I would flip and love to get you in on a Twitter karaoke session sometime. Cause I'm, it I'm was in complete support of Twitter karaoke. Complete. Yeah. Yeah, Stafford and Vert got in for a while, and they were fucking hilarious. They did, like, the country version of fucking Gin and Juice, and I was just, like, rolling on the floor, dude. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, I'm like, ow, fuck, I fucking just slammed my fucking hand in the door. Son of a bitch, I'm fucking litigated. Uh, but either <laughs> way, um, yeah, like, the whole stand-up, like, joke thing has been so cathartic, man. And it started with the radio show, so quick shout-out to Rebel and fucking Pop and Vincenzo from the old school, because definitely uh, my fear of crowds has diminished. Right. Yeah, I never really liked being on stage. Like, I played a lot of music when I was a younger guy or whatever. I was in a jazz band in high school that probably played, like, 150 gigs my senior year. We were literally playing, like, every other fucking day, and... Some decent venues and whatnot, like probably the biggest gig in Louisville if you're an up-and-coming band. We have a NPR station that does a live broadcast at noon on Fridays or whatever, and they just kind of put on like bands that are kind of developing a following that haven't really like broken out yet but are kind of on the verge of doing that. So we did that in my senior year, and that was fucking fun. They recorded it and made a fucking record off of it, and we sold like 25,000 of these fucking things, which for being an 18-year-old, you know, amateur musician in Louisville, Kentucky, is a pretty big accomplishment. And VPR does that, Vermont Public Radio. I don't know if they do that in Madison, but VPR does that, and it works really well for local musicians. And that's our next show. And now, Coach, I need to go get spun. All right, dude, do your thing. Go uh, take a couple shots for me. I will uh, catch you next time for sure. Absolutely. Feel free to uh, come hang out on Friday night for the agency fucking thing, and uh, we'll take it from there. I did drop this chick's ad that I'm talking about in your fucking DMs, too. You definitely need to fucking hit her account up and let me know what you think. Word. I will, brother. Word. All right, back, coach. Agency radio coming up on uh, Friday night at uh, okay, Central ten o'clock Eastern. Eastern. Ten o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock Central. I think I just nailed it. Word. <laughs> no, peace, my brother. All right, brother. Cheers. Cheers out from Third Rail Radio. Be well, peace.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.